Welcome to Flyover Conservative Podcast with David and Stacey Whited, where we break down current events and examine culture through the lens of conservative Christian values. You know, when we're out and about meeting people, um, you know, live events or different things, I I'm always so encouraged by the richness of our country, the the different skills that people yes. you know bring to the table, and and then. Um, the different ways that people can say, Hey, this is kind of what I do or what I have to offer. And they bring that, you know, to the mm-hmm. table and it's like, wow, that's it's powerful. I, I, I would have no idea how to do that. Like you were made to do this specific thing. And so you meet some really amazing folks. And if you turn off your TV and you like get out of your house and especially turn off the news, but get out of your house and you're, and you actually out there with real humans, there's some great people in this country. And for some of you, this is going to be kind of encouraging because there's some really great Younger people and talented. Talent, and the older I get, the more younger people there are. That is they true. just kind of keep, keep the number. Keeps, <laughs> we just keep getting older. That, they keep getting that younger. number multiplies uh, <laughs> by the day, and uh, we're excited to introduce you to one right now. Um, fine art by Jessica Jessica Louise Wright. Yay! <laughs> Thank you guys so much for having me. I'm excited. Uh, hey. We are so excited for you to join us on the show today. So we met you several months ago. I think it was like August of 2022, something like that. Um, and you actually came up to us, talked to us about your art, and then you ended up mailing a picture of us to us that you had drawn, which was absolutely incredible. We were blown away. You are so talented. Thank you so much. I, I mean, just, look at I that. <laughs> I love using my art as a thank you to those who have continually fought for this country and the kingdom of God, such as yourselves, and have encouraged me to do so as well. So I, I love it because I, I think you, you, you drew me a little thinner than I really am. And so I think that's a win. Um, if you have, you know, like artistic license, you know, you used it, you used it for a good cause. So we, 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 we appreciate that. But let's just back up a little bit on, on this process. You, you know, art, you grow up with different kinds of art. And how did that get involved? Then how did you turn it into like a patriot art skill, you know, where it's actually making a difference, getting out a message. It's fascinating. Tell us your story about college. Cause I think that'll be really fascinating for people. Yeah. So in college is really when I came to know the love of Jesus and all of its fullness. Um, he delivered me from the demonic forces attempting to lead me astray from his path. And um, he removed the worldly desires from my heart. And so as my relationship with God progressed, I began incorporating my beliefs into my artwork um, as a means of bringing glory to his name and sharing my newfound joy with the people around me. Um, I never meant to create anything as a means of harming others or offending others. I just wanted to use my art as a thank you um, to God who gave me the gift of art and to use the work of my hands to bring glory to God who gave me these hands. And it was my desire to really allow the Holy Spirit to work through me and allow the rivers of God's unfailing love and goodness to just flow through me and onto the lives of others who came in contact with my work. Um, Unfortunately, it didn't take long before I began receiving a lot of pushback from my professors. Um, Once I started putting the word of God on display through my work, the chair of the department at the time sat me down and told me that 98% of the professors did not want to accept me into the program in the first place because of my Christian-based work. Um, It was relayed to me that the only reason I was sitting in that room in the first place was because I had strong technical skills as an artist and I had a (laughs) 4.0. Judy Garland said, become so good they can't ignore you. True. And, and I think that's that's you. 
Yeah, oh, thank you. Um, but yeah, throughout this conversation, this person continually implied that I should start a new body of secular artwork and stop making Christian artwork altogether. And if I did continue to cre- create Christian artwork, it was implied that I wouldn't have the best time working with my professors. So <laughs> this conversation really set the tone for the rest of my time at the university. Um, But at the end of the day, I didn't listen. I knew God's opinion of me and the work of my hands far outweighed the opinions of my professors. And I knew that I had a choice, appease my professors and sacrifice my identity in Christ, or I could continue to honor God. Um, And I knew that there was a reason and I didn't want to miss a spiritual move of God in my life. So I kept creating work for his glory and I put my full trust in him. Um, So after this, I sat through many uncomfortable critiques. Um, I met with a committee of professors somewhat regularly. I was told I should have gone to Bible school. Uh, It was foolish of me to choose a secular university. Making Christian artwork would prevent me from becoming successful. There was no money in Christianity. I mean, you name it. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Yeah, eventually I hit a point where I felt like I wasn't making headway for the kingdom of heaven. And I had this constant inner battle because on one hand, I wanted to keep going and doing whatever I could to spread the gospel. But on the other, I knew I wouldn't be able to get through to my professors. And I wanted to leave the university and I prayed to God for answers and then discernment to know uh, his voice. And um, God responded to those desires in my heart and urged me to leave. So I got my bachelor's degree and I left my second degree incomplete. And after I left, I started my own business. And your business is booming. There, I mean, as Colton was actually going through these pictures, I'm thinking, I need that one. Yeah. Were you we, have, we, have, we have three, but I'm like, that's a great I one. Know. That's a these, great one. The ones that we have so far. I love this one. This is absolutely amazing. We have these hanging um, it, right by where we go by all the time. But I'm, as I'm looking at these pictures, as Colton's scrolling through them, I'm like, oh my gosh, I Let, need let's, that. Let's go back to that one of the lion. Let's the talk lion, about the, the, the lion with the, the, the split face there. Let's yeah. talk about that and tell us the story of, of that piece that you brought to the marketplace. Because it's like, you know, there's a song, I don't know, it's probably dated. They used to sing this, this uh, song when I was a kid, like Sunday school and stuff. It's called This Little Light of Mine. You know, I'm going to let it shine, you know, and this whole idea and like not hiding it, you know, away. And I think that's what they were trying to do. And you you just kind of like, you know, I'm just going to turn up my light even brighter yep. and take it into the marketplace. It's like, you didn't want me to do this in school. I'm going to take this in the marketplace. I'm going to have thousands of people, you know, uh, have this in their homes. So, so talk about this one and what was kind of your inspiration for that? And where do you even come up with an idea like this? Yeah, so somebody actually requested this piece from me. They asked if I could do a portrait of Trump's face overlaying a lion's face. And I played around with the idea for a while and I couldn't get it to a point where it wouldn't look tacky. So um, because Trump would just end up looking like he was wearing a a lion mask and it just it wasn't working out. So this is the best I could come up with. Um, And it's called King of the Jungle because he is the king of the government jungle. And um yeah, he's he's got this. <laughs> it's a great picture. I catch myself sometimes just staring at Me it because it's like, again, if 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 you have the only thing less than than my uh, drawing capability would be my dancing capability, <laughs> like on the the scale of like things I stink at, you know. Um, and uh, so it, it, for me, it, it's almost like magical. To how could you possibly draw something that looks like something, and then where you start to blend things like that, where it's multiple meetings and layers of drawings within one. And you That's had the such flag a gift. in there. I mean, that is is absolutely incredible. 
Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. And it took a while for me to get to that point where I was just completely unapologetically myself through my artwork. Um, and where I am as an artist today is really a testament to God's love. I was always the quiet kid growing up. I've always been an introvert, always struggled with anxiety to rather unbearable extents. And so for God to look at little old me and say, hey, I know what you're struggling with, but I'm going to use you. Your life will serve a higher purpose. And the ways you overcome your struggles in my name will be a testament to my faithfulness. Wow. That really my heart. And so um, the thing is, God sees everybody and everybody has higher purpose. And what a blessing that is to know that every single person, no matter where you come from or where you are in life, what you struggle with, every single person can make a positive impact uh, for the kingdom of heaven. I just think that's so beautiful. Um, so now I'm just, I'm making patriotic, God glorifying artwork and I'm not sorry Man. about it. <laughs> That is we're heading into Christmas is a good time for people to find something unique. Cause after a little while, it's like, yeah, you know, dad needs another tie. Dad doesn't wear ties anymore. (laughs) You know, he doesn't need another bottle of like brute by Fabergé or anything (laughs) like that. You know, he's like, I need a, need something unique. Um, uh, go to the one of Trump on his knee. I'd like to hear your, your take on that and kind of what that means to you. Uh, if we can bring that one back up. Yeah, so this piece is called um, One Nation Under God, and it depicts Trump praying. And um, to me, this piece serves as a testament to the faithfulness of God, because even in some of our darkest times as a nation, um, God has never given up on us and he never will. And this country was built on God and the key to reviving this country is bringing God back. So I firmly believe that Trump will do that when he's president and he will well, be president. That, well, it ties yes. into the prophetic words, it um, sure does. you know, that, that I don't want to make sure people are clear. It's not like when you, you know, kind of go back, go back to that picture. If you can kind of keep that up there a minute of, of Trump on his knee, because you know, some people say, oh, you're trying to make a God out of Trump and this kind of stuff. It's like, no, we need a leader that doesn't answer to man, Mm -hmm. but fully is surrendered humbly on his knee, submitting his ego and his agenda to God filled with the Holy Spirit and the Kim Clement prophecies. There's, there's so much about that happening. And I don't want Trump to have a second term because he's super cool or because Mm -hmm. I, I think he's talented. We need the guy that, that, that God has his hand on and a willing, like humble, humble. servant of God. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what that represents. So that's why we have that specific one hanging up mm-hmm. in our office. Cause I like, I see that. I pray about that. I'm like, God, just fill him with your with presence, your, yep. surround him with, with, with wisdom and, and mm-hmm. people that are also submitted, you know, to your will. And I, I think that's what that represents in a really great way. Um, okay. Yeah. So Jessica, uh, tell us again, this art that we're looking at, it's, it's done with pencils, right? Isn't that how you do it? Yes, it's done with charcoal. <laughs> okay, so it's done with charcoal, which is so cool. Um, okay, so when people, they go to your website, they want to order a print, walk us through that process. They go to fineartbyjessica.com, uh, and it's J-E-S-S-I-C-A. So if you're listening, it's fineartbyjessica, J-E-S-S-I-C-A.com. Uh, so walk us through this process of how do they purchase the art? Yeah. So on my website, you will find a tab titled store. And if you click on that tab, you can find limited edition prints and um, unlimited edition prints. And you can just find the one you want, um, add it to your cart and buy it. And if you're interested in purchasing custom work or commissioned work, um, I am available to do that as well. All you have to do is shoot me an email with your requests and I will get back to you with a quote. You can do one of me with a six pack. (laughs) That'd be awesome. Like, how much would that cost me? Put a six pack on there. It'd be good. Um, I, 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 I love these. So people can buy an original one 
or or prints of them. Mm-hmm. Either way. Yes. Yes, that's correct. And is it is it too late to get it done by Christmas? Um, I'm a little backed up right now. I could do my best if um, there is a little bit of a uh, a rush fee, but I could make it happen. But the prints are all ready to go, and and yes, you can ship them go. out. That's, yeah. that's and then amazing. will you be in Tulare, uh, California, December the 15th and 16th? Yes, I will. So come find me. <laughs> that is great. You get to meet her in person as well. So- amazing family. I also want to highlight that that you guys do a lot together with your family. You know, your mom is is with you. And I, I just think it's a really uh it, it's an encouraging thing if people just again, if you're watching the TV all the time, you're like, ah, oh, this next generation and People, you know, multi-generations not getting together and all this stuff, like to see your family work together and the way you, they, 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 you know, all are on board to support. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a beautiful thing to see. And it's so encouraging, you know, that there's also a lot more just like you that love God, love our country and are actually doing something mm-hmm. productive. Yeah, absolutely. It, it's It's been such a blessing. And I'm so blessed to be surrounded by so many people who are just led by the Spirit. And um, people that have encouraged me as a Gen Z follower of Christ to do for the kingdom of God the beautiful things that they are doing as well. Mm-hmm. So um, I thank God every day for my family and their support. I wouldn't be where I am today without them. So well, you've got a great one. So Flyover Family, go to Fine Art by Jessica com find art by jessica.com there there you are oh look at that there's the fam right oh, there you're a whole flock of patriots i love <laughs> it i love it so jessica thank you so much for your time we look for, forward to seeing you in tulare yeah i'll see you guys soon thank you guys so much for having me this was wonderful our founding fathers evolved the idea that you and i have within ourselves the god-given right and the ability to determine our own destiny. But freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. We didn't pass it on to our children in the bloodstream. The only way they can inherit the freedom we have known is if we fight for it, protect it, defend it, and then hand it to them with the well-taught lessons of how they in their lifetime must do the same. And if you and I don't do this, then you and I may well spend our sunset years telling our children and our children's children what it once was like in America when men were free. This is a crazy time to be alive. Well, just in our lifetime, used to be where you'd hear your grandparents talk about how cheap gas was and stuff, and it was 75 years before, 50 years before. And so we've seen a lot of changes since Biden took office, $700 more a month than what you needed in January of 21 when he took office. You might hear these kind of things and think, oh, that's overwhelming. I can't control the government. I can't control what they're doing. I can't control the spending, but we can take care of ourselves. You want to make sure that you're buying bullion from somebody that you can trust and someone that does not charge you a commission when you go to sell. If there's going to be a commission, have it on the front end, not the back end when it skyrockets. And now you're like, oh my gosh, look at this big, huge commission I got to pay because it's on the back end before I sell it. You can buy an ounce of silver for $23. So this is something everybody can get into. And if silver goes to $50, if it goes to 75, if it goes to 100, all of those profits are yours. And that's happening while the dollar is buying less and less at the actual grocery store. So you can go to flyovergold.com, fill out your information. When you do that, someone from Dr. Kirk's team will get a hold of you to set up a free 
consultation. It doesn't cost you any money whatsoever. Or to do the same thing, you can just call 720-605-3900. Hello, Flyover family. Join me every Wednesday for the Prophetic Report at 1111 Central. You can find it on Rumble. You can find it on the Flyover app. We have such an incredible time of hearing from all of these different prophetic voices like Robin Bullock, Julie Green, Barry Wunsch, Amanda Grace, and Hank Kuhneman. Every week, it's either five or six different prophets that are speaking. And what's interesting is God is speaking through them. And all of these voices come together like puzzle pieces. It is so exciting to hear what the Lord is saying. We're hearing from medical. We're hearing from military intelligence. We're hearing from the financial world. We're hearing from mainstream media. But the most important is, what is God saying? He has not fallen off the throne. He's not nervous. He's not chewing his nails. He is in control. He has plans to prosper us and not to harm us. What a great time to be alive. And I'm so excited for you to join me every Wednesday at 1111. For more great content, go to flyoverconservatives.com.